everyone, Matt Williamson. I am back. And as we've been doing every Friday in the preseason, well, I guess for the third time, going to give you a little breakdown of things to look for, challenges the opponent presents, and I think the Lions are a great matchup for the Steelers. And they are on the path to being one of the most physical teams in the league. Really hard-nosed, tough coach. And that's how they practice. That's how they're built. I'm sure some of you have seen them on hard knocks. I don't think that is for show. I just think that's who this team is and who they're quickly becoming. Win in the trenches, pound the football, be physical. Grit is their big thing. Um, so that pre presents an excellent preseason opponent because they're going to play hard. They got a lot of guys that have a lot to prove, whether to become starters or to make the roster. Um, and they're an improving team in terms of talent. You know, last year and the years before, they were really bad. But now that they've started to put some draft picks together, they are an ascending football team that I think wins seven or eight games. By all accounts, recording this Thursday late afternoon, they are playing everyone except for Jared Goff, their starting quarterback. So that's great. Um, first thing, and again, I wrote this up as an article this week for the site. Go check that out. There might be a little more detail there and some things that I glance over. But I'm going to start when the Steelers have the football because, well, first of all, the, the defense is the weaker side of the ball for the Lions. But this O-line isn't taking anybody for granted, that's for sure. And the defensive front for the Lions is pretty impressive. So last year, they used their first-round pick on Penny Sewell, who we'll get to here in a minute. He's a great young tackle. But their next two picks were on defensive tackles, Ali McNeil and Levi Anzarike. McNeil's more the nose. Anzarike's more the upfield guy. But they're both talented young guys in their second season. And Michael Brockers is in that conversation as well as a tough physical hold-the-point veteran. I don't know how much he'll play. Um, they revitalized Charles Harris's career. Uh, he was a first-round pick of the Dolphins a few years back and has come and really busted out there, came to Detroit and has been really, really good. Um, they have a youngster named Austin Bryant who's had a really good preseason. But Aiden Hutchinson is the star. He's the one everybody wants to see. Second overall pick in the draft. He's been phenomenal in the preseason. Well, I should preface this because in the first preseason game, he was, he was phenomenal. And then I was shocked the Lions didn't play their starters or their big-time guys in, in the second preseason game. But then you watch our knocks and you realize they had a couple physical combined practices with the Colts leading up to that game. So they got their work done when the cameras weren't on. But back to Hutchinson, they'll move him all over the place. He's an end, but he can bump inside. Second overall pick, a star at Michigan, gets to stay home. Um, he is going to cause all sorts of problems and will be a really stiff test for the Steelers' tackles, but really the entire O-line. The O-line could have their hands full yet again. Um, rest of the defense isn't nearly as noteworthy. I want to spend more time on, on the Lions' offense. Their back seven is a work in progress. They have a six-round pick, Malcolm Rodriguez, who is a tough little former wrestler, linebacker. He stands out on tape. Um, the, the corners are okay. You know, they need a CUDA to be a, a star. He was an early pick in 2020. That has not worked out. Um, again, the, the back seven doesn't present a massive challenge for the Steelers, but know that going in. So I want to see the Steelers receivers 
getting open. I want to see Fryermuth beating these safeties and, and linebackers, even the Gentries and McFarlands of the worlds and Hayward and all those peripheral players. I want to see do well against this back seven, assuming that there's some sort of protection <laughs> that they can count on. Uh, who's to know exactly on that? Um, let's wrap this side of the ball up here pretty quick and spend a little more time on the Lions off. <laughs> When Detroit has the ball, again, it won't be Goff. It's going to be David Blau, which is a massive drop-off. I know Goff doesn't have a great reputation, but he's an NFL starting quarterback, and he's looked really good so far. Um, so the quarterback play here isn't great. But what's around him really is pretty impressive. And you talk about dedicating resources to building an offensive line. Their starting center, Frank Ragnow, who missed pretty much all last year, was a first-round pick in 2018. Taylor Decker was a first-round pick in 2016. He's their starting left tackle. I mentioned Sewell before. He was their first pick last year. He's a left tackle turned right tackle. He came in the league as a 20-year-old. Uh, Hillabalati, I'm not sure if I said that right, Vitae, was a big, huge tackle at with the Eagles. The Lions gave him big money to plug him in at right guard. He's been quite good. He's somewhat of an immovable, massive object, too. And then the name that doesn't get Brett brought up much for the Lions is Jonah Jackson, a third-round pick in 2020, is the left guard. Folks, he's a star in the making, and no one ever talks about it. He's going to be a top-10 type of guard. So this line really rivals any in the league. I'd probably put it right there with the Browns behind the Eagles in, in, in the top tier of offensive lines in the NFL right now. And they've built it and they've put money into it. And that's what they're all about. And that's their identity. Um, they also have a backup guard, Logan Stenberg, number 71. Keep an eye on, on him too. He's a player I like quite a bit that should you know factor in this game quite a bit as well. So uh, I don't care if Watt, Hayward, whomever plays, this front five is what you want in today's NFL and it's really hard to come by. I mean, that's the kind of resources you need to put into these guys to build a great line. Um, something the Steelers might be <laughs> in the market to do after this season. I'm going to kind of avoid the quarterback. I talked about he's a backup. It's going to be Blau. He's okay. Um, I like their pair of running backs a lot. Jamal Williams is a real leader, enthusiastic Coaches adore this guy because he does all the little things, block, catch, you know, pass protection, all the things that makes it hard to take him off the field. Where DeAndre Swift is much more the flashy, electric, unbelievably good receiving back. And I bring that up for a big reason here is I know everyone wants to kill Bush, but his man coverage skills against running backs have been pretty good. I would love to isolate some reps of Bush guarding Swift in man coverage in this game, even in zone in those situations. But him matched up against Swift is the kind of test you'd love to see him get the better of. That'll be a real challenge. I love their tight end, TJ Hawkinson. He's had some, some injuries, but he's highly talented. Early first round pick in 2019, 
This could absolutely be a breakout season for him. I could see him giving Bush, Jack, especially Edmonds, a lot of problems. So, I mean, these skill guys are not going to be easy to deal with. Um, so the wideouts, Jamison Williams coming into the draft was my favorite wideout in this draft. I'd rather Pickens now, but that's a, another story for a different day. But he will not play. He was their first-round pick that they traded back up for, speedster. They did not have a speed element to their offense at all. In fact, Jared Goff was right there with Ben in terms of lowest average depth of target in the league last year. That's not going to be the case going forward. And one of the reasons is Williams, who's not going to play in this game, and DJ Chark, who I'm sure a lot of you guys are familiar with. Tall, long, lean, downfield, outside the numbers, speedster. You know, like, I'm sure they'll take some shots of trying to get Chark behind the Steelers' outside corners. You know, so that's something to be aware of. And last name here to really talk about on this side of the ball is a guy I'm super impressed with, and that's Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, he finished last year, the last six games of the year, and Swift and Hawkinson and some of those guys were out. He was sort of the only show in town, but he still got open. I mean, everyone knew the ball was going to him after two or three games, and he lit the league on fire for a month and a half and had his good, he had Cooper Cup-like stats over those six-game stretch to finish the season. He could play outside, but he's a pure slot. He's physical. He's a really good route runner. He's tough as can be. I think he's very legit. And I know some of you fantasy people have done homework on these guys and are looking at him like, ah, that's kind of a flash in the pan. He only caught passes because those guys were out. Lions were crappy. Nobody cares. This guy is very legit. Um, whether it's Millette, Sutton, whomever is going to have a very tough time covering him. So when the Lions have the football, I think the Steelers' defense, which I still think is very good, you know, I'm sure you guys have caught on to that over the last couple of weeks here, is, you know, really going to be challenged. I, can their quarterback get them the football and make the right decisions and make NFL throws? I don't know. But if you watch the All-22, which I know you guys won't, but I will and tell you what I tell, tell you what I think, Who's getting open? How are these one-on-one -on -one matchups going? You know, Swift versus Bush to me is as good as it's going to get for Bush. So that would be a great test. Um, it kind of wraps it up, the what you're going to get with the Lions. And again, they are going to be a difficult challenge. They are setting a tone in that building as much as any team in the league. That's the type of team that I want to play in the preseason. Get you ready for the Bengals in week one. All right, everyone, that's a wrap over and out.